everybody, and welcome to the show, Bros Talk Sports. The show with just a couple of bros talking sports. I'm your host, Grant Tyler, and with me in studio, I got Andrew Collier. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Oh, you know, just living life. Another weekend closer to watching regular season football. It cannot get here soon enough. We are today exactly one week away from an actual college football game. Yes, sir, we are. Yep. First- and and if it's not a full slate. There's only two games next Saturday. But one of them is Miami against Florida, that'll which should be, be a good game. So that'll hold us over for the next week. And then the following Saturday, uh, actually Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, full slate of games. Full slate of college football games. I'm very much excited for that. Mm-hmm. It'll Our lives will feel like they're going back to normal. Yes. Because over this summer, it has been dreary. It has been bland. We have literally been texting each other like, do we even need to do an episode this Mm -hmm. week? What's there to talk about? Mm -hmm. Are we just going to BS our way through an hour just so people listen to it? Mm -hmm. No. We're only going to talk about... don't do that. Exactly. We don't BS our way through hours. We want to actually talk about things that we feel like we can contribute to. Um, But before we get into the sports talk... Uh, talk too much one thank you so much for listening we really appreciate you tuning in and being patient with us not uploading every single saturday uh however when i think maybe starting this week we're gonna do it every saturday yeah i i think we're, we're back at it now we're officially we're back at full it time now that i think about it so next week we're gonna have uh, a guest ryan connor that's gonna be a good time mm-hmm. he's excited um, to come on he's pumped yeah we're excited to have him um, and we're going to do an episode with him, then probably post up at Brewlink, watch some college football. Probably. Yeah. And then the next week, it's full weekend slate of college football. Mm-hmm. Brewlink better better have plenty of brews ready for that Saturday. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to be posted up, doing our thing, hanging out. Mm-hmm. How awful would it be? For me to like get like a cushion like bring my own cushion to sit on <laughs> their chair just because it's like we're gonna be here for a while probably not that awful not that awful or i'm thinking like a uh uh like an airline or an airline sort of seat pad yeah. kind of deal yeah like a like a stadium st- seat kind of thing yeah yeah that'd be all right yeah just like we're uh we're gonna be here for a while so much so that I brought my own pad to sit on. Well, and and they know us in there. And when we walk in, they're like, okay, well, gonna... these seats are taken for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to close it down with them. <laughs> um, but we're going to we're gonna post up there, watch some college football. Uh, the wives can go shop or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I don't care. Just, <laughs> whatever. just let me have this. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited for real football to be back. This this preseason crap that the nfl puts on is just it's it doesn't do it for me it's stupid um but also i'm still in my spiel Mm -hmm. this is a long one um be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already that way you can get that notification every single time we upload uh be sure to throw up that five-star review it lets us know you enjoy the show um also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bros Talk Sports and on Twitter at Bros Talk Sports underscore. That underscore is very much like the preseason. It it could be shorter. We don't need it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of there. We we wish we could get rid of it, mm-hmm. but we can't. Mm-hmm. We can't now. We cannot. Um, also, well, no, no. Also, that's it. That's the that's, intro. That's that's the intro. Um, we got it. It's been a minute. I haven't. I'm usually like spot on. I haven't rehearsed. It's like uh. A lot of people ask me, like, 
oh, well, how do you remember all the words to songs when you sing them? Mm-hmm. I don't think about what I'm saying at all. Really? Like, The Distance is a perfect example. It's it's just something I've rehearsed. I can literally just spout out all of the words to The Distance. There's a lot of words in that song, too. There are a lot of words in that song. and that are, It's not super straightforward, either. Right, right. I mean, reluctantly crouched at the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. That's it a good a song, lot. though. But I used to have the our intro like down pat, just completely rehearsed. Well, this is like this is like the preseason to our regular season. <laughs> we're that, back. We're getting back into it. That's a good way to put it. This is our preseason where the scrubs come in and play, mm-hmm. uh, hoping to continue on every single week mm-hmm. in the future. But I'm I'm so excited that sports are almost back. We're so close. We are. This is our last weekend without meaningful sports. It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, man. Till what? June? Yeah. Because we've got sports all the way up to through the NBA playoffs in June. So yes, sir. We are good. Well, here's the interesting thing. Um, this. So here's our calendar. Football starts it off. Mm-hmm. Start it kicks off everything. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's baseball going on during the summer, but it's meaningless baseball. Right. There's like the games, they're just playing the games. When we get into September, that's where the games start to really matter. Because teams are vying for a playoff spot or, you know, they're securing home field advantage, whatever. Um, but it starts, our year starts when football starts. Mm-hmm. That first weekend of September. Or really, it's usually the second weekend because it's... Yeah, the second weekend. Because, well, it depends. college football starts on Labor Day weekend. Right. Uh, full-on starts Labor Day weekend. And then NFL starts the following Sunday. Correct. So I guess college football starts us off. Yeah. And then we get about a month. Well, no. We get a couple weeks of NFL football. Mm-hmm. And then NHL starts. Mm-hmm. And then... NBA starts. NBA starts in mid to late October. NBA strategically starts right after baseball is over. Yeah, right. So after the World Series is over, NBA is in full swing. Um, and then you roll with that up until January, which is where the NFL playoffs are. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl is early February. Then they usually do the All-Star Week for both the NHL and the NBA in yeah. February. Yeah, and that's when it really gets to roll in there. That's, yes. You know, the the NHL is a lot like, and the NBA are very similar in that nobody really cares until after the All-Star break. Yeah, that, that's a good way <laughs> to put it. It's kind of like September baseball. Yeah. You know, and, you know, football season's going on. It's kind of on the back, back burner a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, then... They have their all-star break, and then you have March Madness come around, and then the NBA takes front stage. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. It's going to be great. And then you enter the dark times. Mm-hmm. As soon as the NHL and NBA playoffs are over, yep. you you go right back to the, the sadness. To nothing. to nothing. It's supposed to be nice outside, and you like go outside and stuff, but really you just watch NFL Network, just like reruns of last year's games. It's been too hot. <laughs> it's been too hot this summer. Like, well, it went it went from like nasty and rainy straight to hot. Yeah. 
and muggy. There was like a month of 90 plus degree days. Yeah. We haven't had a not muggy day in forever until yeah. maybe yesterday. Yesterday was nice. Yes, it was. Um, but I think, and I know you were, you were kind of giving me some, I don't know, pushback. Maybe I can't, there's a word I want to say, but I can't think, I can't say it. Mm-hmm. You were giving me some, uh, some heck about, mm-hmm. um, being probably arguably more excited for the NHL season. Yeah. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, it's here's the thing. Weird. I'm very much excited for the NFL season, but I'm. Argue, I'm just as excited for the NHL season to start. Yeah, and NFL like so. The thing about football is that every single game matters. Yeah, you know, so there's 16 games, and you have to be on it every single game. That's why it's the most watchable sport because, mm-hmm. for one, you only get one game a week. The right. NBA or the NHL, you're getting two, three, sometimes even four games in a week and it's like ah, i won't watch tonight but i'll watch it on thursday or whatever mm-hmm. but nfl is you know sunday you have to watch next sunday you have to watch the sunday after that you have to watch because every single game is important mm-hmm. you it, watch every single week with the hope that you can continue watching your team in january mm-hmm. and that's why it has the best regular season the, I NBA, agree. the nba well the nba and nhl have a better playoff system because they last longer mm-hmm. and you know you do, it's not a one and done deal but the nfl has the best regular season i agree absolutely um but speaking of football <clears throat> we have a couple topics on the agenda today mm-hmm. the first one we wanted to talk about is fantasy football now it's almost that time where everyone if you don't already have your group it's time to get your group and start to prepare to draft Mm -hmm. now the importance of the draft cannot be understated the draft determines basically who's going to win yeah for the most part yeah last year auto draft aka my aunt lisa she as you can probably guess and we've told you before she auto drafted it's ridiculous but she got pat mahomes uh michael thomas she had, I mean, like, she, got she had Antonio lucky. Brown. She got super lucky in her auto draft. Yes, insanely lucky in her auto draft. Um, I made the mistake of drafting Le'Veon Bell, as you know, but that's neither here nor there. So <laughs> I think, you know, today we're going to talk about, <clears throat> one, why do fantasy football? Two, how do I get into it? And three, like, what's the process? Right? Mm-hmm. So why do fantasy football, Andrew? Uh, because it's awesome. But it why? Makes, so it makes... so. Before I did fantasy football, I watched the Colts game on Sunday, and that was about it. And now that I have players on different teams all throughout the league, I'm going to watch all those games because I want to see how my players do. So it makes the whole league interesting as opposed to just watching the Colts play at 1 o'clock and giving it up. It, that's exactly what I was going to say. <clears throat> It gives you a reason to watch. The mm-hmm. it gives you a reason to follow the league mm-hmm. and not just your team. Yep. Um, go ahead. Opens up like discussion topics with everybody. You get to talk a little smack to your buddies. Uh, it's just it brings the whole NFL experience together. I think. I agree. It lets us at home do more than just watch. Yeah. 
Um, now, what? Who should get into fantasy football? Well, big time fans already are already into fantasy football. So, right. somebody who is trying to like really get into the NFL, mm. and you're not quite there, you jump on that fantasy football, and all of a sudden you get to do research, you get to learn the game, you get to uh, figure out what's what. You know, as far as like, man, that that llama were up there is something. <laughs> it's all right. We'll be all right. But uh it just it really I lost my train of thought now. It's Continue right. on Grant. <laughs> I was going to say um playing fantasy football is great for anyone that I guess wants a sense of community. It lets mm -hmm. you be competitive. Uh now this is <clears throat> I'm touching on our second topic of the show a little early, but I was going to say this is a great way to get into football if you're not already into it. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to play. All you do is pick your a uh, really, you know, you do your draft. It's you pick your matchups accordingly. It's not hard. I would even say you don't have to do research. It's just it's as simple as looking at their card and saying like, "Oh, well, the the number is green next to their name this yeah. week, so I'm gonna play them. And there's a good chance. Oh well, it says their projected points is this, and yeah, you know, it gives you a reason to root for players when you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, you know, like, it makes it it makes it super easy. Yeah, like I mean, if you like if you draft OBJ, mm -hmm. you know, all you have to do like if if Cheyenne were playing fantasy football, I'd be like, all right, see number thirteen there. Every time he catches the ball. And like gets touchdowns, you get points. Mm -hmm. So then, whenever he catches the ball, it's just instant excitement. You know, like yes, I don't have to think about it. I just see that he, you know, had a good play. Yeah. That's good for me. I'm invested. Yeah, that's also a little bit of the downfall of a uh, fantasy. Yeah, it's double edged sword. Yeah. So if you're if so if I'm a Colts fan and I have T. Y. Hilton on my fantasy team, but Andrew Luck throws a touchdown to Ebron. I'm upset a little You're bit. You're mad. I try not to be like that. I try to always put the Colts first and then mm -hmm. my fantasy team second because I would much rather the Colts win than me win in my fantasy league. But still, it's kind of just like, ah, you, you could have thrown it to, to 13 over there. Mm -hmm. He was streaking right there. Touchdown. But it, it it's a little bit of a double-edged sword to where it, it, pulls you, it pulls you away from the whole game a little bit to focus on your players. Right. See, I would even goes so far as to say that you know so you're you're very much Colts first fantasy team second mm -hmm. if the Colts lose but my fantasy team wins I'm still kind of happy like it, nah, it, it I'm eases upset the all blow. Week. I'm upset all week. I uh, see that's no way to live life man I'm straight upset all week if the Colts lose you gotta here's the way to be if the Colts lose whatever it doesn't really affect you in any way but if they win it contributes happiness you know yeah, if they lose, it contributes sadness. Yeah, it's just but all there is to it. No, <laughs> it's just all there is to it. And Fair it's enough. looking like we may be losing some games if our QB one doesn't get a little bit better there in his ankle and get on the field. I don't know what is wrong with him. I don't know. He's the like, you know, it's like uh, he jams his thumb and he's out for a month. The dude just. <laughs> cannot recover from injuries i yeah. don't understand it at all i uh although there was i th well, well peyton manning was at the training camp and they're like 
or he specifically said, I'd be surprised if he doesn't play week one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're throwing a lot of PR out. The Colts, I, I can't really trust their PR team or their media or what they're saying. Right. It's very upsetting to me. I don't even know if they know what's going on. They know what's going on. <laughs> they know what's going on. They've got the best doctors in the world yeah, at their disposal. <laughs> okay, they know what's going on. Uh, quick side note on them. Did you, you know the Browns were in town? Yeah. Uh, did you see that they had to quit practice early yesterday because they were players were fighting? No, I did not. Yeah, so the Browns were here practicing two uh two days in a row and then they have a preseason game today and first day went off without a hitch went pretty good day two you know it was the last very last day of training camp for everybody so everybody's been there like three weeks everybody's tired everybody's ready to be done things got a little chippy out there a couple times mm. and they had to cancel practice a little early i mean that that almost always happens yeah it did it happened with the ravens last year too yeah ravens came to town and I guess there was a huge brawl there, and they had to quit. But I think this was more like several minor fights, and they're just like, you know what? We're done. Like, well, Let's stop this before it turns into – see, I'm surprised coaches don't say, like, for all you like fringe guys mm-hmm. who might not make the team, if you fight in practice, there's a good chance you're not making the team. Well, you, you also have to keep your players – you know, you want them to have that little bit of, you know, edginess to them, mm. but you don't want it to turn into full on like I'm going to punch you. I've never figured out why, when NFL players get in a fight, they punch each other in the head. Like they're wearing a helmet. You ever see them like try to punch somebody in the face and they just punch the face mask the face or mask. the side of the head? They just punch the helmets. Like go for the gut. Yeah, the head's not doing nothing. No. Unless your hands are small enough to fit in there. Yeah, and then you're just going to get it stuck, and then he's got you. Well, that's what uh, – we're getting off topic, but that's what Aqib Talib did a couple years ago. He went up to – oh, gosh. It was uh, – it wasn't maybe Dante Moncrief? I don't know. But, like, he went, like, with the two fingers, like, uh, Three Stooges style, and went right for his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like between there, and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and that basically handed the Colts the win. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, it was like fourth and three, right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> he does that, and he gives them fifteen yards, and they just run out the clock and kick a field goal. <laughs> and it's like, "Thanks, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. He's kind of a moron." Yeah. Uh, who was it that he kept stealing his necklace? couple years ago was michael crabtree Crab chain he's gonna snatch his chain that's what he kept saying he's snatching yeah. his chain yeah they hated each other <laughs> they hated each other they were in the same division too which i don't understand why akib talib didn't want him wearing a necklace but that's, that's neither here nor there neither here nor there fantasy football we're coming back this show brought to you by fantasy football making men happier since its inception mm-hmm. uh so now let's transition a little bit the importance of the draft. Mm-hmm. When playing fantasy football, like I said earlier, your draft is huge. It's mm-hmm. not the end of the world if you have a bad draft because I've had years where I get graded like a C plus and then go into the final game. The, the grading you know, system's kind of you know up here. It <laughs> kind of just expectations of players. Exactly. It is all based on projections. And there's always going to be your breakout players of the year. There's always going to be your your duds who you 
who you think you're gonna you're getting great value at round three and they end up you should have been undrafted you know yeah you're exactly right um but let's or if you get them second overall is Le'Veon Bell and then you know and then he contributes absolutely zero points yeah man I even my gut said don't take him but I took him anyway because I thought "Eh, he'll come back he didn't (laughs) he did not which is why this year I okay so let's go through the ranks okay currently I've got a list of all of the uh top fantasy football players Ranked one to however many there are. First overall pick projected Saquon Barkley. How do you feel about that? Uh, he's. I think it's a reach. Yeah, it's a reach. I, 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 it's his sophomore year. He, I mean, he did okay. He did pretty. He did. He did amazing. Yeah, but but I don't think that he is a sure thing enough for to be the number one overall. He's probably got the best upside. Yeah. But he's not sure thing enough. I think if Ezekiel Elliott gets a contract before the year starts and says, I am officially going to play, mm-hmm. I think Zeke is the no-brainer first overall pick. Really? Yeah. See, I would argue that what most people have as their, as their third overall pick yeah. is probably the best in Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Kamara, however you say his last name. Because, like I said, he is surefire going to be good get you you know 15 to 20 points plus every single week week in week out and his receiving yards just help tremendously yeah what he does catching the ball out of the backfield yeah when you got drew Brees throwing to you yeah it's nice it's it's nice um now i also really like i've had christian mccaffrey uh in the past basically every year and he always does well because he is now their workhorse back but he's a lot like Alvin Kamara where you know you can put him out wide you can throw passes to him mm-hmm. they use him in a ton of different ways a lot like uh, Julian Edelman yeah where it's just you know he's our utility guy yeah we do a bunch of plays that other teams can't do because they don't have this guy yeah I I, I think he's a sh- the surefire number four guy Ezekiel Elliott no Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey. So this ranking system has it Saquon Barkley at one, Christian McCaffrey at two, Alvin Kamara at three, Zeke at four, and then David Johnson at five. But I think that is the biggest reach of all of these. Really? David Johnson at five? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. injured every He's year. He's injured every single year. Every year they hype him up for fantasy and then he gets hurt and you never hear about him again. Exactly. Yeah, I don't love that. No. They, they can get right out of here. And then our first wide receiver off the board. I don't know what your list you're looking at. You're probably looking at a different one than I am. I'm trying to find a good one still. Um, this one, this now it also has them ranked into tiers. That first, those first five, that's tier one. That's okay. like if you can get one of those, you're gonna, they're gonna produce for you every week, assuming right. David Johnson doesn't get injured. Uh, tier two starts with DeAndre Hopkins at six. Easily the best wide receiver off the board, I think. You think? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Who else do they have in Houston? Right, you're right there. <laughs> and he can come down with just about anything. But Michael Thomas is a surefire pick, too. So. Oh, absolutely. I would argue Michael Thomas could be up there. Oh, actually, based on... You would hate this list, then, because he's not even... Michael Thomas is at 19. Really? Of all players. If yeah. I can get Michael Thomas at 19... You're pumped. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, DeAndre Hopkins at six, then Nick Chubb. This one, I believe, is a little bit of an overreach, too. Yeah. He, I had him last year. He was pretty good. Well, the Browns but. never have proved that they will they will utilize him the way he can be. Right. You know, he always has these big flashes, and then they kind of just put him on the back burner for for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know either. Then we got Devontae Adams out of Green Bay at number eight. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> James Conner at nine. The only reason I think he's this high is because fantasy owners who did not get to use Le'Veon Bell last year picked up James Conner off of waivers. Yeah. And he... He balled out He balled out. He far exceeded expectations. Like, for him to get a 30-point game was not weird. Mm -hmm. It was not, like, shocking. It's like, oh, yeah, he did pretty good this week. Yeah. Yeah. He he did very very well. Well, S- Pittsburgh still has that great, they're good offensive line, you yeah. know. So, they're go- he's going to get points. Yeah, that's not a bad pick at all. Uh, then Julio Jones out of Atlanta, he's one that last year he had one touchdown. He's, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was weird. He didn't have a touchdown for like ten weeks. Yeah. They yeah, were that all, was crazy. It was going all uh, all of them to Calvin Ridley. He's still got a lot of yards, you yeah. know, because he's still one of the best receivers in the game, but he just was not getting the tutters. Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> what? The tutters? What did you just say? The tutters. I have never, ever heard that in my life. Really? The tutters. Yeah. TD, a tutter. A tutter. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Julio Jones at 10. Uh Another overreach, in my opinion, Joe Mixon at 11. Yeah, I was just looking at that. This this list I'm looking at has him at 19. But it's like, uh, well, when you think about it, Cincinnati's going to have to get some yards somewhere, so may as well just hand Joe Mixon the ball. It's better than having a tomato head throw it. So, Yeah, I agree. Uh, A.J. Green is out, right? He did something. Yeah, is he hurt? Yeah, he's is hurt. Is he hurt for the season or? I don't know. You might want to look that up. I, I'm not sure because he's definitely not on this list right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's not on the list. I don't see him. But then you have Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon Bell is still going to be. Honestly, I would put Le'Veon Bell at seven. Really? Yeah. Because he could still run. We think. Yeah, we think. We think. Now, he, he could either be really, really bad for the Jets, yeah, or he could be fresh coming off a year of not playing for Grant's fantasy football team yeah, and really ball out. But the Jets are also terrible, and their offensive line isn't good. So, Well, I mean, they're, we'll see if all of those yards in Pittsburgh were Le'Veon Bell or the line. Yeah. We we will see. I don't care what running back, how good of a running back you are. Unless you're Adrian Peterson in his prime, your line has to do with at least fifty percent of your yards. Yeah, absolutely yes. Uh, that's why like Marlon Mack all of a sudden yeah is now a fantasy yeah. sleeper and like he's moving up the boards and it's just like well he's I don't know that Marlon Mack was ever that special right. I mean, he's a good running back. He's an NFL level yeah. running back. But you could, I feel like the Colts can plug in just about anybody at that spot and they get yards because their offensive line is so good. I mean, if Le'Veon Bell would have come to Indianapolis, 
Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, it would have been awesome. That would have been in. That would have been wildly unfair. How long has it been since Indianapolis has had a premier back? Arguably, Adrian James. Uh, it depends on if you think Joseph Adai is a pre- premier back. Hey, he was for a season or two. He was probably a top ten back. Then probably Edron James. Yeah, Edron James. Edron James is the last last one that I think of. Joseph Adai liked him, and he helped us win the Super Bowl, but. Edron James is on another level from him. Mm-hmm. And who was that guy that they always brought in with on Joseph Adai? Uh, who was that other running back that backed him up? And then they would drop mm-hmm. him, and then they'd pick him back up, and then they would drop him, and they'd pick him back up. They both had 100 yards in the uh, Super Bowl. No idea. I don't remember. Um, yeah. But here's my thought. If, according to this, this list... If if you are the guy, in, assuming you're doing a snake draft, if you're the guy that's picking at 10 and you can get, let's see, like if they even have OBJ below Julio Jones. I'm taking OBJ before Julio. Uh, Yeah, I am too. So I can get OBJ at 10 and Le'Veon Bell at uh, 11. Yeah. If you're in 10, 10 round... If you're a 10-team snake draft, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's an insanely good pickup. But, but okay, real quick, do you think that OBJ is going to be as good this year since he has another good receiver on the opposite side of him? Yeah. Because in New York, he had nothing. It was OBJ and nobody else to throw to. Yeah, but he also he, had Eli Manning throwing to him. Exactly, you know. that's what I was going to say. Baker Mayfield is—he's got Baker throwing to way him. better than Eli Manning. But you like, like I say, you've got Jarvis Landry lining up opposite of you. So you know who might be a good deep sleeper quarterback pick? Who's that? Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah. Assuming he gets the starting job. Yeah, he's a guy I'm just going to leave leave out until it. it, it oh, I'm if not he gets the starting him. job. I might pick him up. I'm not drafting him. But he's like, he's going to be that Pat Mahomes where you're like, "Eh, we don't think he's really going to do anything. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he's not going to be Pat Mahomes. (laughs) You never know, dude. We didn't think Pat Pat Mahomes was going to be Pat Mahomes. I know, but he's not going to be Pat Mahomes. He's going to be Eli Manning 2.0. Not the way he's playing. He's going to be Eli Manning. He's playing so efficient. It's not even funny. Do you, um, do you carry two quarterbacks in your, on your team? Usually you do. See, I usually don't because, well, your your quarterback's going to have a bye week, of course. Mm-hmm. But you can always pick up a decent quarterback off of waivers mm-hmm. and play him for that one week and then put your quarterback back in. That lets, you, that lets me carry an extra running back, wide receiver, tight end. Yeah. You know, instead. My thought is I the talent is so – there's a humongous drop-off. So it's like even in this tier system, outside of tier one – Tier two is pretty good. Tier three, once you get down to like the Dalvin Cook and Juju Smith-Schuster and T.Y. Hilton, then it's just like they're so even that it's just a matter of getting lucky on picking the right week. Right. You know, or picking the right player for the right week. Yeah. Um, but what's weird, they have they have T.Y. Hilton ahead of Antonio Brown on this list. Well, Antonio Brown's hurt. Yeah, you're right. Antonio Brown's hurt. We haven't even covered that, really, how weird that whole deal has been. Yeah, it is I wish weird. Nick was here. <laughs> well, that's why we haven't been covering it, because we, we can't... 
we really can't, pick on we Nick can't too rib hard. him about it. Yeah, it's like, so you've been watching Hard Knocks. <laughs> you've been watching Hard Knocks. Yeah, I bet they're on Hard Knocks next year. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, okay, I know this is a tangent, but. Hard not. You've been following it. I've only yeah, seen I've the watched. first episode. Oh, I, you haven't watched the second episode I need, yet. I'll probably watch it when I get home today. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I love how. Well, I knew Ronald Ollie went to the Raiders as an undrafted. Oh, from Last Chance U. From Last Chance U. Yeah. And I thought maybe he steps it up. No. Nope. He did the same stuff for the Raiders that he did at whatever college EMCC. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, we don't have time for you. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, at EMCC, he was a great talent that was going to help out their team. In the NFL, he was going to have to bust his butt to make the roster, and he didn't do it. He did not put in the work. They're like, it's like you you didn't go to, to the doc, the team doctor? <laughs> no, nah, man, I, f- I forgot. It's like, well, no forgetting. You needed to go there every day, and he just didn't. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, you're out of here. Yeah, I like how Gruden was like, we got to get some of these guys out of here, man, that don't want to play. Yeah. Get them out of here. If they don't want to play football, get them out of here. And there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked off the team. And then they're doing that presser. It's like, so we noticed uh, you you cut Ronald Ollie. He's like, yeah, he was uh, missing uh, the team doctor and sitting on the sidelines, so... We don't need them. Yeah, that and that's how it is in the NFL. Yep. There's plenty of guys that want to play. If you don't want to play, get on out. Yeah. You can thin the herd real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and that's the way they made it look like they did. They're just mm-hmm. out. Well, I imagine that happens at all 32. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all 32 training camps. Well, it happens every year on Hard Knocks, too. There's a, There was always that guy. Yeah. That, well, so, so you, this is the first year you've watched Hard Knocks, right? Uh, I watched the first episode last year with the mm-hmm. Browns, but I didn't watch the whole season. So they always try to key in on a guy that's like on the verge of making the, the worst. Yeah, thing. and then he becomes like a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So they tried to do that with Ollie this year. Last year it was that Devin Kajust, mm-hmm. the um, the tight end that ended up getting cut from the Browns, and everybody loved him with the long hair. Yeah, and he made it all the way to like the last episode before he got cut. Mm-hmm. This year they tried to do it with the Ollie guy. And he got cut first week. Yeah. And now they've moved on to some other guy that I can't remember who it is, but is like the trying to be the fan favorite guy that, that that's trying to make the team and stuff. And then they've got that Abrams dude that they're talking about. Yeah. Very annoying. I like Abrams. Very so annoying. Yeah. Him talking like when they were sitting in that restaurant and he was talking to uh Derek Carr. Derek Carr. And Derek Carver's just looking at him like, I don't know how to take you, man. Please stop talking to me. I feel so uncomfortable right now. It's like, bro, rookie, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like kind of arguing with John Gruden. Yeah. He thought that they were joking and John Gruden was serious. Like, don't hit when we're not in full pads. And he was like joking around with Gruden and Gruden's like, I'm serious. Don't hit. We're not in pads. Yeah. Very annoying guy. Don't like him. Uh, they're very much... I mean, he's still a kid. Yeah. You know, he's a 21-year-old, but he's still a kid. Don't like him. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the first episode was really good. I'm excited to continue watching it. Yeah, second one was good, too. About the same level. It was good. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, back to fantasy. Let's let's go through some tips. Okay. For people that are drafting, what's your mindset when drafting? Uh, so, like, walk me through it. We're you figured out the order because you do yours based on the standings for March Madness. Yeah, we do March Madness do uh, things, and that's how we we pick. And then once you have your order, you're already thinking, okay, who am I picking? Where are you picking this year? Third. Th- oh, you did third last year, right? Yeah. So that's my fantasy, sp- <laughs> or that's my championship spot. So I'm going to try to get third every year from here on. Oh, yeah. Won a championship picking third last year. Championship number two coming this year. That's right. You heard it, Ryan, Devin, Zach. <laughs> Just call them all out. Yeah. Ryan, um, Devin, Zach, Compo, Jared, other comp. <laughs> I'll just call everybody out. Do you call him other comp? No, it's Bruce. (laughs) That's what I thought. Um, So you're thinking, now based on, I mean, you told me who you're planning on drafting Mm -hmm. at three, but if you would like to say it, or if you, like, what's your mindset? You have that third overall pick. What are you thinking? I just picked best overall player available at number three. Last year, I picked Antonio Brown. And it ended up being great because he became one of the only weapons on that team because Le'Veon Bell sat out. Uh, this year, I'm hoping to get Kamara. Mm. If Kamara's there, I will be pumped. But Let's assume he's not. Okay. It's going to be either Zeke or Saquon then, and I'm hoping Zeke after that. Saquon, three. Uh, but after that, like a lot of people are like, well, I have a running back. Now I need a, a wide receiver. Well, you get to play two running backs. Yeah, You get to play two receivers. You get to play a tight end, and then you get to play another flex guy who's either a back receiver or tight end. So mm-hmm. I just pick the best available player going out, no matter of what position. I don't care if I have two really, really good uh, running backs and no wide receivers or two really, really good receivers and no running backs or a good one of each or whatever. I, I just want the most points available. A lot of people really try to focus on the positions, and I don't. Really? Okay. Yeah. See, I I focus on positions. I mean, like obviously I go best available, but you try to fill out. I try to fill out my starting roster and then fill in the gaps, which I guess is not smart. Yeah, I'm I'm just about the points. I don't care where I get the points. I don't care if I get them from a kicker or a defense. If I'm getting the points, I'm happy. Okay, that's that's a good way to think about it. So my thought, my first pick, my mentality is one best available. Two, mm-hmm. this is going to be a guy that you want to produce for you week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the guy. This is your star player. You know, if you're taking Saquon Barkley, you're going to have him in your roster every single week, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to be able to count on him for at least 20 points. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, then, and obviously that that depends on your draft position. I'm much like yourself and just about everyone else. You got to get your running back first, Man. because I mean, it's there's more. It's more even among wide receivers. It, right. There's not a bigger fall off. Right at the top. I mean, uh, running backs and the list of like you know uh, whatever I can't even, rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so top heavy, mm-hmm. and then there's a steep fall off. So if you can get one at the top. And then get another one, like somewhat early on. Like, okay, so imagine you're drafting uh, fifth overall. So you've got, and if you're going by this list, uh, David Johnson's going to be available, and Nick Chubb and James Connor's going to be available. Yeah, I'm thinking I would take. I think I take 
Oh, that's. I would go James Conner. I'd shock but, everybody. See, if I'm in that position, I would just take DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Because DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to be available next, and he's better than any of those backs. That's true. Yeah. So that that's who I would take in that spot. That just is, because, again, I'm after points. Yeah, that's a good way to go about it. And then I think a lot of how you draft depends on the kind of league you have. So there are a PPR or yeah. standard or explain those. So PPR, you get a point per reception. So it's very much on that's where Alvin Kamara would be great because he gets so many receptions out of the backfield because you get mm -hmm. one full point for every reception that your player gets, plus all the points from a standard league. Standard league is just, you know, a point for 10 yards or point for 15 yards throwing or mm -hmm. uh, six points for a touchdown, whatever. And the PPR, I've never done a PPR league. Neither have I. But. I don't, and I really, I don't care to. I don't care. It, but if somebody wanted me to be in one, I would. But it's a, it's a little more in depth. Yeah. If you're going PPR, you got to think about it a little bit more. Well, I think that makes more players viable. Mm -hmm. It's just like, well, they might not get a ton of yards, but they catch more balls than mm -hmm. drop them. Mm -hmm. You know. Um. So when. Oh, what I was saying is, if you're in a smaller league of eight people, everyone's good. Yeah, everyone's good. You're going to have tons of top-tier talent on your team. Um, but if you're in a 12-person league... Yeah, that's what I'm in. It's rough. It's rough. You're going to have your one player... So, like, someone is going to draft Le'Veon Bell at 12, and then OBJ at 13, which, honestly, that's a pretty good... I'd, I'd be pumped about that. Mm -hmm. um, but then you don't get to pick again until, what, 24 yes. and then 25? And then it's Marlon Mack and Carrion Johnson yeah. out of Detroit. Yeah. Like, there's a steep fall off. And you do it's that again, tough. you're picking at 36? No. No, you wouldn't. You'd pick at 12 and then 13 and then add 24 picks. No, you would pick at like 36 next. Yeah, it's rough. It's real rough, man. And then it's Stefan Diggs and then Brandon Cooks. Although you could get Pat Mahomes. Like it, Your position and how many players are in your league determine how you need to go about it. Because um, if there's 12 players, you have to rely on that sleeper pick that you've researched and you're like, well chances are this player is not going to play and then yeah if i take him there's a chance that he could turn into something like you know rashad penny out of seattle would be a good sleeper pick um let's i i anybody that's a running back on the chargers is a good sleeper pick right now because melvin gordon's sitting out that's right i mean yeah but like that that's definitely something you got to think about uh like royce freeman out of denver Mm -hmm. he he could be a good because like you know what if philip Lindsay wants to negotiate a new contract i mean i know he's entering his second year but like you know an example like that where you kind of you have to do more research mm -hmm. man jarvis landry is low on this list he's at 74 that is low josh gordon's at 77 he just got reinstated yeah here's a pro tip for all of you fantasy players out there don't draft Josh Gordon. Never draft Josh Gordon. Don't unless ever he's do it. unless you're just on the very last round and nobody has drafted him. Maybe pick him up. Yeah. If you can get him for a very late round pick and you assuming you already have a kicker, mm -hmm. just pick him up. Mm -hmm. Why not? 
Yeah. Because that's a, it's a high risk, but there's also a potential for high reward. (laughs) Another thing I wanted to throw out there is I'm never picking a quarterback before the sixth or seventh round, at least. Yeah. What always happens in my league is one person picks a quarterback and then it's like a flood. Everybody's like, "Uh uh-oh, going to start picking quarterbacks now. Better pick mine. No. You can get almost as good as production out of the 10th best quarterback, fantasy-wise, Yeah, as you can from the best quarterback. Yeah. uh, yeah. third best quarterback. Okay, we'll say that. It's just that it's like wide receivers. You were saying that there's not as big of a drop-off. There's Mm. even smaller of a drop-off as far as quarterbacks go. So when everybody else is picking their quarterbacks – you just keep on soaking up them wide receivers and yeah. running backs, guys. Stay the course. Yeah. Use that time when they're taking their quarterbacks. Get your tight end. Yeah. There you go. You know, get still go Pick best. Up Eric Ebron instead of ooh. You see know, that? I, I don't agree with that. No, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, over okay, Eric Patrick Ebron. Mahomes is something else, but take Eric Ebron instead of you know Aaron Rodgers if he's available. Because yes. Aaron Rodgers, yes, good fantasy quarterback. But you're going to get pretty good production out of points wise, out of Matt Stafford. Yeah, Matt Stafford. (laughs) Uh, There was a couple years Derek Carr. There was one year where I had it was Deshaun Watson's rookie year. Mm -hmm. I had him and he blew up. Yeah. Well, you're going to get that sometimes too. Mm -hmm. People who picked Patrick Mahomes last year Mm -hmm. got real lucky. Yeah. Our league was won by Patrick Mahomes. By Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I had him. He. <laughs> well, well, I think I had him won. if I remember right. If you had Pat Mahomes, you won. I feel like I did. There's no like in our league. He was putting up 50 points yeah. almost every week. When uh when Ryan's here next week, he'll set the record straight over who I had. He remembers all that crap. Yeah, because he loses sleep over it. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, he remembers everything. The dude just be like. He'd be like, yeah, it was uh, this date, this date, about this time when this happened. Is that his stupid superpower? Yeah. Remembers everything. But I digress. That's okay. Digress away. Um, yeah, that's about my thought in fantasy. If When people start drafting quarterbacks, you don't need to panic. You don't have to jump on it. And then, oh, I need to pick my quarterback or I'm not going to get a good one. Mm-hmm. Because Same thing happens with kickers first person that picks a kicker that whole round's kickers everybody's picking them every draft i've been in at the very last round everyone picks their kicker are you picking a kicker or defense first defense yeah always me too and now, i'm that guy that might overdraft a, a defense. defense like typically i i'll take a defense in the sixth round like that Ooh, it, that yeah. is high but it'll be like uh like a back in the day when seattle was yeah. doing it or like houston always has a good defense and they always put up points yeah and it's just like you know that i i treat them like a player i pick my defense so late that i'm just hoping they don't give me negative points yeah see that's not how i do it i want my defense to be to get you some points to get me points. i mean it's a roster spot so yeah points are points, points like are we said points. no matter how you get them um i'm trying to think who i don't even remember my fantasy team last year I don't, I don't remember. See, I... I it's because it was so dreadful. It was. <laughs> well, it's, I was second in points in the league, but mm-hmm. ninth in wins. Mm-hmm. 
which means every single week I played someone, they played their best game against me. Hey, man. It be like that sometimes. It do be like that. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping this year I can redeem myself, uh, hopefully make, in the, make it into the playoffs, and then, you know, win that green jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We still need to go find a green jacket for... for it's going to be from Goodwill. From, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I don't know if we're going to, like... Maybe we can take it somewhere and have someone stitch into it. Or, like, we could uh, get, like, jersey le- or, like, letterman jacket letters. That's what I would do. Go where they get letter jackets made. Mm-hmm. And just, like, you know, 2018 fantasy football champion. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. And it's just, like, a grimy sort of green jacket. Mm-hmm. You wear it to the draft every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> And like you just, you can't be too picky because surely there's not a ton of green suit jackets at Goodwill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when are you having your draft? Uh, we typically do it the after all of the preseason games are okay. done. Okay. Ours is next Saturday night. Really? Yeah. Um, I would be willing to bet that ours is ours could be on Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, we we all try to get together for the draft. Yeah. So. You know, we have to be kind of, you know, when everybody can get together. Sure. I think this year, I think everybody but one person is going to be there. Is going to be there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to try to do something similar. Like, so I do the fantasy football with like Clayton, mm-hmm. both of his parents, Taylor, mm-hmm. Taylor's girlfriend, Lauren, um, and then some other people we know. And I'm trying to get. I'll, I'll probably go over to their house mm-hmm. to draft, just you know, to hang out and you know talk some smack. Like, yeah, you auto drafting over there? <laughs> she's going to. I know she's going to auto. Let it go. She's just going to let it go. Yeah, I guarantee you, she auto draft. That would tick me off. Yeah, I normally because it's like we all felt like, well, we should make a rule. You can't auto draft, mm-hmm. but. Almost always, auto-drafted teams are terrible. Yeah. yeah. I think, actually, I think somebody auto-drafted in our league one year and won, but he auto-drafted, immediately made 100 trades. Yeah. And then ended up, I think it was Derek, he ended up winning. But, like I said, he immediately made 100 trades. Because when you're auto-drafting, you're, pu- you're automatically picking players that other people need. Just yeah. because auto-draft picks the top available player it does every single time the top based on your need uh well it's not even based on your need a lot of times i don't think it fills out your roster yeah and then after that you could have four quarterbacks on your bench oh yeah it's not it's not the most sophisticated thing Oof. yeah and i think that's about what happened to him he had like three quarterbacks and you traded two of them away for you know decent players and then he traded those decent players for even better players and and ended up winning it I mean, then, yeah, that's the that's the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. You know, that's the move right there. Yeah. We also have a guy that's notorious for immediately after the draft starts offering trades. Who is it? Bryce. Okay. Compo's brother, Bruce. Bruce. Immediately after the draft, every year, trade offers. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Why, why'd you pick them if you want to get rid of them? Well, maybe he thought, well, I the value's there, but they're not that valuable to me. Maybe they're more valuable to someone else. I don't know. I don't know. But he does it every single year. Huh. <laughs> at this year, at this point, it's kind of a joke. Because I think this is like our f- sixth year. 
Wow. Yeah, this this league's went on for a while. Do you what, guys have a trophy? Uh, we have a last place trophy. Really? Yeah, I can't tell you what it is. Okay. Yeah, I can't tell you what it is on here. Okay. <laughs> now I, I've heard stories. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a trophy, and we have, and the last place guy like wears the dress out for the night when he does it. Nate, you still have to do it this year, you punk. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, has to wear a dress out. We're trying to come up with a new punishment for last place. I think it should be we all go to the bar, you buy. <laughs> well, that'd be all right, but we have tight wads too. So oh, that's true. Uh, I like the idea of you put on a Depends diaper, only a Depends diaper with a sign around your neck says, I suck at fantasy football, and you walk a lap around Memorial or around the circle downtown Indy. You lost. Deal with it. Uh, It's going to be cold. I don't care. Uh (laughs) Do it. You lost. It's all in good fun. I, I see. I like the dress. Uh, somebody also threw out. Um, you have to go to a open mic night and do stand up with jokes that the other guys come up with. That's a <laughs> hilarious idea. Yeah, it'd be funny. Or like you have to. Oh yes, that would be. Awesome. Yeah, that would be hilarious. I would be writing jokes all year. Yeah. And just hope you don't come in last. Yeah. Jokes that everybody else comes up with. You can't tell your own jokes. You have to go off the script. <laughs> and you have to memorize it, too. Yeah. Because you can't be up there and, like, read it off of a piece of paper because they'll just kick you out. Yeah. Because that's not stand-up. You're just reciting something. But who came up with that? I think Zach. That's a perfect punishment. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, I think the move is to have a new punishment every year. Every year. But know what the punishment is before the season starts. Right. So if it's this year, it's like, well, this year you have to like only drink White Claws for a month. Oh, man. Exactly. It's like you, the only alcohol you're allowed to consume is White Claw. That would be miserable. Exactly. But you know what they say. What? When you're on the claw. There are no laws. There is no law. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. When you're on the claw, there's no laws. Wow. Uh, See, now I'm just trying to think of fantasy punishments. Yeah, there's a bunch. You should look at... There's a lot of tattoo tattoo leagues. I'm not getting involved in that. Yeah, I don't... That I don't think... But there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah. A lot. Like, you know, I suck at fantasy 2018. Uh And then all of a sudden your leg is just covered in tattoos. It's just like, I don't want these. (laughs) That's dumb. Um, Okay. You have to be uh, the beer boy, which is when you guys are hanging out the whole year, you're in charge of getting everybody beers. Anytime Uh, you hang out. You go to the somebody needs a beer. Hey, beer boy, go get me a beer. That uh, would uh, that would suck. Uh, you have to get your butt waxed. That would be funny. That would be hilarious, but you'd have to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> get your, 
the loser gets their nipple pierced. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a commitment. Uh, you have to dress up in a Boy Scout outfit and sell lemonade on the corner for a whole afternoon. That's a good one. <laughs> That's uh, a really good one. Open mic comedy. Uh, the Hugh Jackson, which is when he said he would jump into Lake Erie if they went 0-16. So you have to go jump in a lake in February. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. I'm not saying that one on here. You'll have to, Don't forget what it is. Tell me okay. after. Uh, the Fireman, which is... Okay, so this guy's standing next to a busy highway with a sign that says, my fantasy football team sucks. Honk if you want to see me dance. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Like, that's harmless. What I don't understand, some of the guys in my league, they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It's Then don't play in the league. It's all just fun. Like, like you don't, oh, well, if I, I don't want to wear a dress out to the bars. Well, you agreed. And it's just part of it. Like, that. That's why I would say before the year even starts, we have to think of a punishment. That way, you can't wuss out. Like, oh, well, let's change it because so-and-so yeah. doesn't want to wear a dress downtown. Well, we kicked a guy out for not doing it. I would. Yeah. I think it's crap. I mean, you know, that's just being a bad sport. I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you lost. You're dead last. Yeah. Have fun with it. exactly you know if, what I mean? like if i did it if i had to do it my me i would be just embracing it yeah full on but i'm a little bit more outgoing than a lot of people i guess so yeah well i mean like if i had to wear a dress and we had to go downtown mm-hmm. uh i'm getting well one it'd be hard i'd be hard pressed to find a dress mm-hmm. that uh that fits me mm-hmm. i think i know one person that might have a dress i could borrow <laughs> And it's a it's a student's parent, and it's going to end up being very short on you. Y- well, she's about my size. Jeez. Yeah, she's a big lady, uh, and it would probably fit. <laughs> yeah. But I would go downtown. I would get like sock boobs. Like you have to wear a bra, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And then you know just go downtown, and I would go hit on women. <laughs> I would. Like hey, how you doing? Oh my god, this is a. The loser must shave their eyebrows. Ooh. That would be messed up. <laughs> what would you rather do? Would you rather like do a one guard all over on your head or shave your eyebrows off? One guard all over my head. Okay, me too. Shave your eyebrows off, you're going to look weird. Yeah. Real weird shave for a while. Off. You have to shave off your eyebrows. Oh. Or you could do like the reverse and say you're not allowed to shave or get a haircut until you're not in last place in the league or like it until someone else loses a, so basically for a year mm-hmm. you gotta grow your hair <laughs> we'll call that one the castaway oh like on uh knocked up the movie knocked up where yes. the guy can't shave or or cut his hair yes and then he, once you end up having to say like you're the master or something like that is all yeah. he has to say He's like, just say i'm the master and you're out of the bed and he just goes you, you're you're the master. <laughs> it's like that was easy. <laughs> it's a, it's a pride thing. Oh know. yeah. No. I I still I I if 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 I have to wear a dress, I kind of want to lose just because I would go have fun with it. Yeah, you have to have fun. But don't be soft. 
You know, yeah, don't be guys soft. in my league, quit being soft. <laughs> quit being soft. Do the punishment. Have fun with it. It's all in the name of fun. Plus, if you're single and you're downtown with all your boys and you're wearing a dress, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be the center of attention. Use that to your advantage. Yeah. yeah. There was, you know, there was one guy and he was like super embarrassed that year when he had to do it. And it's like. He had a sign around his neck that said, I suck at fantasy football. Yeah. Everybody knows why you're wearing the dress. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. I mean, you could probably even drink for free. Probably. If, you're, a lot of if, places. if you're good. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, you know, we're out having a good time. I lost our fantasy league, so I had to wear a dress. And, you yeah. know, like, you know what? I'll buy you one. I'll so, buy you one. Yeah, dude, I got you. Like, you'll get them next year. Uh-huh. You know, it, it's just, it, it's not that hard. It's, it's not. not that hard. Like, go have fun with it. It's not. And they act like it is. Or make them get a tattoo. <laughs> you know? Like, that's the thing. You could have to get a tattoo. I personally wouldn't join a league where you that one's lose. Yeah, that one's just one one step too far for me. That's extreme. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, maybe make the person who loses your league, what if they had to do, like, community service? Like, go pick up trash on the side of the highway. That'd be funny. Well, it'd be funny, but it'd also be beneficial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ah, guess what you're doing Saturday? <laughs> you're literally going to be out in the orange, orange vest orange live. vest, and picking up trash on the side of the road. Yeah, that would be good. But if you have a sign, or like if you have your buddy mm-hmm. with a sign that says like, my buddy sucks at fantasy, so now he has to pick up trash on the side of the road, everyone going by will be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, he's like, they're... They're contributing to society in their punishment. That would be good. That would be good. Well, moral of the story is don't be soft. Don't be soft. Mm -hmm. Don't be soft. Yeah. Well, I think that'll about do it for today, man. It will. Let's go ahead and call it a day. This was a good one. I agree. We missed Nick, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We're back. So let, let me reiterate we are back every week. We're going to upos- uh, upload episodes every Saturday. We're doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any final thoughts, Andrew? I'm just pumped for football season is all there is to it. I am too. Hashtag don't be soft. Hashtag don't be soft. Well, thank you for listening if you made it this far. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, we're going to start putting up episodes every single Saturday. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. I know I am going to go... Try to, you know, I guess enjoy my last weekend. Mm-hmm. Not my last weekend, but I'm going to go find something to do this last weekend with no sports because until June of next year. Weekends are full. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Feels good to say that. Oh, yes, it does. We made it through the dark times. This one was way worse than last year. Yeah, it was long. This one sucked. Yeah, it was long. But all right. We hope you all have a great weekend. And as always, take it easy.